Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, those of you around the world tuning into this podcast, uh, welcome back to the Phenomenal Fan. We're here for a uh, midweek weekend sort of preview, uh, but for next weekend, because there ain't shit going on this weekend. Uh, February 3rd for us, a little over a week away from the Super Bowl. And we're going to dive into all kinds of Super Bowl content on this podcast episode specifically, more, even more specifically, sports gambling stuff, because that's uh, sort of Jared and I's expertise. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll talk some baseball. Not looking good for those of you who uh, tune in and like baseball. It's not looking good. So um, we'll get into that. But first of all, Jared, we got... Uh, Anything exciting this weekend that we that we want to uh, quickly touch on to start off? Besides, you know, the exhilarating you know Pro you know Bowl. We got? Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say we have one of the most electrifying uh, contests in all of sports, the Pro Bowl. It's uh, what you'll see out there is a hundred percent effort and a hundred percent willpower uh, out of all the players in the field. And it's like not they're not even joking around. It's a very serious game. It has a lot of implications. In all in all seriousness, I kind of like. I kind of like like looking back at the Pro Bowl, but I remember being a kid and thinking the Pro Bowl was like worth a shit. Yeah, and then yeah, like, me too. As you got older, as you got older, like you understood. Like I, I swear, like I would hear my dad be like, "I'm not watching that shit." And I, like as you got older, like you're like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense." Like this is a joke. They're out there in Hawaii. They're probably all partying and just kind of like drinking. They'll go and do some fun games, and like you get like the super diehard NFL fans, and it probably brings like a little bit of like a boost to like the yeah the area wherever they have it but it's it's stupid it's <laughs> yeah like, it's in I, vegas this year so it's like even more of a joke oh, it's in hawaii oh, i didn't even know yeah it's it yeah it's in vegas this year exactly well it's i thought cool, it, actually it's probably I, good that it's in vegas i agree i think it's fucking stupid that they had it in hawaii for such a long time like everybody that wants to be a part of it or goes has to hop on a plane and fly a minimum of five hours if you're on the west coast like imagine being fucking being uh somebody like in the in the nfc east like you're the you're on the fucking eagles and like you lose in the nfc championship game and then you have to get on a plane and fly fucking nine hours to hawaii so that you can get you can play basically seven on seven football for 20 minutes and then just get subbed out by somebody else like that's literally what it is so has there, has there been any like crazy injuries in the pro bowl i remember i, I want to say it was sean taylor yeah he lit somebody up, up. Yeah, Brian Moore. I think it was Brian Mormon. I think that's the guy's name. He was a punter. Oh, it was the punter because it was a fake punt. Yeah, he and he fake punt, and he fucking and he drilled him, and he fucking walloped the dude. Yeah, and he, he he flew back, dude, and and, and then the punter <laughs> popped up. It's it's so crazy because like you go and watch the NBA, and these guys will go up and get like a little slap on the arm. They'll be down, grab their heads for an hour. Yeah, and here's a punter. Here's a the guy weighs fucking 147 pounds, soaking wet. He's in a Pro Bowl and he gets this chance to do this fun little run that he'd never do. And just gets smoked. And he, dude, and Sean Taylor tries to end his fucking life. He just hits <laughs> him so hard. Levels of, he pops up and like goes and shakes his hands like, good hit, which is kind of a fucking cuck thing to do. Yeah, That's it is. Me, yeah, it is. Awesome hit. Thanks for rocking my shit. <laughs> no. like, fuck that, dude. Yeah. Like, you just got embarrassed. Just go yeah. sit down. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, hey, the lines are up for the Pro Bowl, so if you see any value here with the NFC, they're one-point underdogs, so if you want to take, uh, uh, you know, NFC, their money line. But I will share an interesting t- a 
an interesting statistic about the Pro Bowl because uh, everyone jokes about it and gives it shit, you know, about no defense. Fucking they don't care. I believe the stat is five of the last six Pro Bowls have actually gone under the total. Five of the last six. What is the uh, what is the over under this year? Because of, like it's sixty one like and a half right now. That's that's probably why they because they they boost it up and everyone. Yeah, they always put it in like the everyone. fucking seventies and it's like doesn't hit. So, I mean, I don't know though. If you think about it, like maybe it'll go high, maybe it'll go low. Fuck, I have no idea, but. Uh, so yeah, that's I mean that's what's going on this weekend. There's really not much else. There's some golf. There's some other stuff going on. Uh, yeah, I gotta love gotta love golf stuff. Golf is tough. Golf's tough to follow because it's like you gotta be able to follow it for four days. Right. It's like they're teeing off at different times, so it's like it's a long event to follow. So if you're not like super into super super into golf, it's like tough to like sit down and like watch it. You know. But exactly. Is, I I do kind of enjoy it. It's like a good like Sunday like a Sunday nap. Sport oh, hundred percent! Sure. Oh, hundred percent! It's the best sport to nap to. Uh, it's it's great. Um, so yeah, we got we got a little bit of action this weekend. Again, nothing uh, nothing that's gonna blow your socks off. Is it NHL? Is NHL in? Uh, are they in like the All Star break now? Officially? Yeah, or? yeah. I I I tried looking up uh like what their scores system was because I saw that they're doing like multiple All Star teams. Like like not like oh, yeah, two. So they're doing like, like four. NHL All-Star Games this week, too, then. Yeah, it's this weekend. And they have... Or no, they have... So what am I seeing here? They have... Yeah, they have four All-Star teams this year. They have four. Okay, then... So... That's like that old, like, like saying, like, you know, like, if everyone has it, it's not special. It's like, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, well, the only thing with with hockey though is Everyone's I think an all star, no one's an all star. I think that's also the case because, no man, I don't know what the deal is with that. I know they have like they they don't have like uh, I don't even know. I don't know much about hockey, but I know that like the Stanley Cup is East versus West, but they also have like a Metro division and like a Coastal division. Like they have like weird shit that would like make sense there's like four divisions is my point so it would make sense to have four teams like that's the explanation for it but split it up each west do two teams play one game like you don't need to do a fucking yeah, you don't need and each game looks like it's gonna be an hour like there's a there's a game at 115 on saturday there's a game at 215 on saturday and then there's a game at 315 on saturday so i guess there's semi-final i don't know that's just some, like some sort of it's like a tournament it's fucking stupid that's just stupid trying too hard just make it a just make it one game but um um yeah so that yeah so like i obviously won't be following that i know that mckinnon's not in it because he had to get surgery some fuck because he got illegally. his face lacerated by uh yeah i mean that's hockey though honestly and i kind of yeah, i kind of love it to be honest i mean i love yeah, these well, hurt i'm just saying like it's, My favorite uh, part was the abs. The abs just chasing that guy down the rest of the game and just just trying to him. kill him. Yeah, literally like Which murder him. Kind of, it is a cool part about hockey. Oh, I love that. And all the fans, all the fans love him. Oh, I'll dude, love, I love it. Love seeing people go after that guy. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we got. Go ahead and take us into the baseball stuff. Yeah, Let's really quickly, baseball. we'll touch on baseball. But uh, I don't know if you want to call it breaking news, but it's just a new development in this whole. 
situation, this whole lockout with baseball, uh, the players and the and the owners of the teams in Major League Baseball have met a number of times. They had back-to-back meetings, I think, the last time we talked about it, and everyone was really hopeful that that was going to lead towards possibly resolving this dispute and getting this collective bargaining agreement signed. Not the case. Every meeting they've had since then has seemingly brought them farther and farther apart, even though they seem to also be agreeing on each topic, which is so weird. Like, they're they're in agreement about, like, universal DH, but it sounds like a lot of the stuff that they're going to be haggling about and they still are haggling about is just money, which is, like, not shocking. But at the same time, it sucks because it shows where everybody's head's at. I mean, I know it's all about money at the end of the day, no matter what. But more so, I think if the owners were just willing in this whole situation to just give a little bit extra, then they would only make $4 billion a year instead of $4.7 billion a year. You know, like, and I know that's a lot of money to sacrifice, but it's tough. So either way, Jeff Passan tweeted today that Major League Baseball, as a league, requested immediate assistance of a federal mediator to help resolve the sports lockout. Under their request, the Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service would help assist with the proceedings. So a lot to make of that because, again, it's like, oh, it's a mediator. Like, they're just going to come in and be like, all right, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Like, this is what we – This, give me your proposal on each side. I'll decide what's fair, and then that's what we're going to go with. Like, that makes sense, no, and I like it. it. Who they should Vince get? Vaughn and, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. And put they, were, they killed it. They killed it mediating at the beginning of Wedding Crackers. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are the guys. Those are the guys you need. Let's I was thinking. I was thinking either like yeah, like a couple of guys that that everybody likes, or just bring in like, man, bring in like somebody that everybody like is like kind of scared of, you know, or like, like um. Like I wish there was a person who who's like a good real life person of like Rip from Yellowstone, like who comes in and who's just like an absolute no bullshit guy, no fluff. Like I don't know who that would be in real life. Maybe like uh like Clint Eastwood, Watch you know? Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah, somebody from the WWE actually I think would be pretty solid. Like maybe The Rock. How about The Rock? No, The Rock's soft. He's soft, dude. The Rock, he's he's a monster, and he's really strong, but he's soft. He's so soft, dude. Oh, my God. Now, bring it. I hope he sees this. I hope this somehow gets to him, and he fucking chokes you out. That's the thing. He wouldn't choke me out. He'd want to sit down and talk about it and be like, why do you feel this way? Like, that's literally what he would say. That sounds like a great fucking mediator. No, no. A good mediator would sit down and be like, shut the fuck up. Like, tell me your side. Tell me your side. Let's get to an agreement. So... You know, when you hear a mediator, especially a federal mediator coming in, like, there's two ways to look at that, I think, because number one, you could say, oh, it's a mediator, like, they're going to get shit done and make things go faster. But when every time I hear the word federal, or I hear the word government employee, or somebody who's paid by the government, I immediately think this is going to take way fucking longer than it needs to. So that's the two ways to look at it. And then that tweet or that news kind of broke, I guess you could say, about the federal mediator coming in. And then Buster only sent out a tweet uh, quoting an article from 1994 where he said, uh, in 1994, for those of you who aren't familiar, there was also a work stoppage in Major League Baseball. There was a dispute between the players and the owners. And that like, shut down the season, like, in the middle of the season. And they never ended up finishing it. Um, 
1994, federal mediators worked on baseball's work stoppage, so they were brought in as third party again. A month later, the World Series got canceled, and then the resolution didn't reach a settlement until seven months after the federal mediator was brought in. So I don't know if that's good or bad again, because it's like that was 1994, and that was like a middle-of-the-season work stoppage. Uh, so obviously the players were like much more inclined to lose mu- like they were much more open to not playing and the owners were open to not having a product in the field. But I don't know what the deal is, man. I don't know what the deal is with this federal mediator. Jeff Passon sent out a, an article uh, or um, I guess like a, a deadline scenario about kind of like what it would look like, what days we would need to be settled by in order to be on track for normal start dates but i'm pretty sure it was something like february we're on february 3rd as we record this podcast and i think it was like february 17th or 18th would be an alarming day to not have a deal done by because that would start to delay spring training and then if we don't have a deal done by february i think he said like 25th or 26th then we won't have opening day on time either which it's just like God, man, what a fumbling of the fucking bag. Like, how embarrassing is that going to be for Major League Baseball when it's going to be their time, right? And here's the other thing. This is something that I, I like, I, I wanted to mark down because how often do you see every year, right, the Super Bowl ends, one team wins or loses, and then, dude, every, every fucking Major League team sends out some bullshit tweet football season's over it's our time with some like hype video or like some fucking like picture collage of like these guys like baseball season like with the devil horns or some shit i'm like you can't do that like you just can't that sucks because we don't know if they're gonna fucking play or not like what a shit show what a what a fucking disgrace to be quite honest i mean it's just embarrassing and hey maybe they come together and they just like get this mediator and they get a deal done in a week but that's just not likely it's just not gonna happen and that sucks Sucks really bad. It's gonna. Yeah, baseball, it's gonna hurt the, them bad. The baseball stuff is, you know what? It's like, just don't feel like, you know, it's just like we talked about last time. It's just not. It's not good for the brand. Like you can't, you can't fuck this one up. You can't fuck it up. Like you can't just not have a product on the field. Like you guys are already dying slightly, and like you know how much I love baseball, but you're you're losing. You're losing to the faster paced instant gratification sports right now. And people don't want to sit down and watch a full baseball game. They, it really is. It's like a like people watch baseball and like girls like to fucking put on a baseball jersey and throw a hat backwards, go to the game, get fucking hammered, and not see a single pitch. So right. You can take an Instagram picture that looks right. Fucking fire and edit the shit out of it. See, and, and they like can do that. Seventy five likes. And they can. And but like that's all. That's what they. That's when they say they're but, baseball fans. That's what they mean. They don't right. Know what the fuck but they. On. But those those girls. The difference is, like you said, those girls can go to that game and take that picture and have it be taken by their boyfriend and the picture's fucking dog shit and they're like take another one you fuck this one up turn the camera oh my hair all this shit in the meantime like an inning and a half has gone by behind them and they don't even notice and like you said there's the instant gratification sports or basketball or baseball i mean or uh football dude if you had a girlfriend if these go to an nfl game and find a guy with his girlfriend and then find me one point in that game where the girlfriend's like let's take a picture 
it doesn't happen because the guy's like shut the fuck up this game's going on and i need to watch like every fucking play is so important with baseball it's just like if you know that that's what your product is you can't just change the game of baseball so all the least you can do is put a product on the field and play baseball and then just not gonna do it and then you know you have the whole like i do feel like baseball in the in the in the recent last couple years right there was like the dispute i mean i got my Padres thing behind me but like there's that whole dispute with tatis in 2020 where he swung in a 3-0 pitch and hit a grand slam when they were up by like eight runs or something and like all these old-fashioned guys were just pissed about it and there was like this huge wave of support behind tatis where they're like all right you know what like it's time to get these old fucking geezers out of here like it's time for the new young generation bat flips fucking pitching you know swords and like all kinds of fun shit and that was like a movement that i felt like was gaining a lot of a lot of progress and it was like had a lot of momentum behind it and now it's just like stone cold stop like that's gonna suck the latin players bring all that flair 100 percent, dude and then in the meantime like now these dominican guys are, are not dominican uh but like the leagues in the dominican are playing right now people are like damn like this is electric i'm like yeah no shit because there's fucking emotion and it's like oh if i don't like oh wait it's the seventh inning and i have to look at the scoreboard and the count and decide how many to to see if i should swing or like no dude fuck that hit a single to tie a game or hit a fucking go ahead home run hit a three-run shot dude throw your back i mean i will admit some throw your back in out of the stadium i mean i was about to say i I will admit i want you to hit somebody with the bat in the stands i will i will admit i think I think some of it <laughs> is like it's entertaining, but it's like, okay, holy shit! Like you can't hit a home run, stand there and cock your bat down and throw it four hundred feet in the air into the stands because that's more. It becomes a safety issue at that point, if we're being honest. But like I was watching recently some highlights from the World Baseball Classic and like the games between like Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, like. Those guys are all pretty much big leaguers, so they, like, know that there's some etiquette, but there's not. And so my point is on all that this whole diatribe is that that it's just, like, Major League Baseball, man. What a fucking—and that's—dude, they—it's been, like, three months or, like, two and a half months. They're like, hey, you know what? Now I think we need a mediator. Like, wh- <laughs> where's this been since the start? Number one. And number two, if they're— like want to make money and get this shit done actually why have they not been meeting every five days a week monday through friday because if they were then they would probably have this shit done already but they're like well we'll meet on monday and then you know your classic like business talk you know oh you guys want to circle back uh next uh how's your schedule look next thursday like no fuck that dude monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday that's how you do it it seems, seems like too big of a deal exactly exactly to be like we'll meet once a week and then they panic and then they get a mediator it's like dude you guys suck man you suck fucking just pathetic it it reminds me of reminds me of like some uh like like some like some instances like from work from home where like you're waiting on another team and they're like it's like 11 o'clock in the morning like yeah let's touch back on uh thursday it's like on monday yeah you're like what no like so so like we're gonna talk about this at 11 we have and then when you show and then when you show up yeah you show up to the meeting they're like oh on thursday yeah and then you get to the no or you get to the meeting on thursday you're like all right well you know we wanted to schedule this meeting for monday because we wanted to talk about uh bonuses and you know it's christmas eve today on thursday 
and we're expecting you know a five percent bonus which is what we've gotten every year for the last 10 years and they're like five percent you're gonna give you guys an amazon gift card for 10 bucks like that's how far apart these two sides are when they meet once a week and then they bitch and haggle about it both sides come and talk to the reporters in the media they're like oh, oh my god like i can't even believe can you imagine trying to like dude just fucking settle it like man holy shit you know like just fucking and talk about it and don't get god i just feel like there's so many like feelings being hurt in this situation where it's like like you said it's too big of there's not there's no time for bitching and feelings being hurt it's time to fucking get it done or lose a bunch of money like just pick your side and so i don't know it's pretty pathetic and the player and the players and the players gonna be like come to an agreement too like like both sides have to give. There's got to be compromise, obviously. But like, of course. It, but it, it's like some of these guys. It's like, for some of the guys, it doesn't really matter. You know, like they have these huge contracts already. But like, yep. you got some guys that are in their prime that like need to be out on the field. Like, oh, for sure. Well, that's and that's not what they've. Years, yeah, like, they've talked to, about it. The money, so like, get like get the product on the field. Like, play the game. Let the girls go and take like their boyfriends <laughs> will buy tickets to the game so they can go and hang out at the rooftop at the at Coors Field get blasted, not watch a pitch, and take fucking 13 Instagram photos. Yep. And then and then caption it, photo dump. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag ball girl or some dumb yeah. shit like that. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm going to like the photo. Like, what's not? Right. It makes sense. Not, right. Let's not get out of hand. But oh, that's just anyway, your courtesy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a courtesy like. Yeah. I love baseball, so. I'm yeah. For baseball. Yeah. But anyway, that shit's, yeah, it's. When we have a little bit more, uh, when we have a little bit more uh, traction, we should talk about it again. When they when we make a little bit more leeway, yeah. so it's it yeah, is I funny though. Think... It is, you're you're so right. You're so right because it's like we like to talk about it because it's like we're waiting on like oh they're meeting today and then fucking nothing happens. Dude, so. and they meet every time and they're like, wait, you guys wanted more money? The owners are like, you guys want you guys wanted more money? Like, and they're like, no, we didn't want more money. We want double what we're making right now. And the owners are like, oh, my God, that's never going to happen. Like, like that sounds like that's how the talks go. And then they say that. And I'm at players are like, oh, are you serious? Like, that's so fucking rude. Like, it sounds like they're like fucking teenage girls bitching at each other. That's what it seems like. Yeah. And they're I'm always like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And, and then, like, you see tweets I mean, from reporters that are like, I heard this. I heard the me- like reports are that the rumor, uh, the meetings today were highly contentious. It's like, what? Why? Like, just have a conversation. And if somebody says something that pisses you off or like so far off on something, just fucking talk about it. But I don't know. Whatever. I'm not yeah, a fucking yeah, professional. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy because like like I get like I get from like the players association if they're like if they're like continuing to scrap for like the minor leaguers, you know. But if Dude, and that's what it's leaguers. about. No, that's what it's about mostly, which I understand is like minor yeah, yeah, they're trying to fight for the young. This, yeah, they're trying to fight for guys. They I just but I get it. But at the same yeah. time, it's like you know you're trying to become a professional baseball player. It's like. Like when someone's trying to make the PGA tour, like they're going around and they're 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 paying for their own flights around the country and like going into all these tournaments. It's like it's basically what that is because it's like fucking. That's what happens when you have five different levels of minor leagues. I don't even know what the minor league like structure looks like anymore. I know that they were like trying to cut a bunch of teams, but it used to be like you used to have fifty rounds in a draft. It's like hey, sorry, like yeah, you're not all gonna make it to the league. Correct, correct. That is that know. is true, but. but. Yeah, that's all. That's all we can pretty much cover. Yeah, now now that we're done with the dreary fucking bullshit baseball pathetic showing, um, obviously Jared, we got a big game next Sunday. The old yeah, uh, it's just 
just it's a little uh it's a little like pickup game they usually play every year between the two best yeah, teams. Oh, I remember this. Like, like yeah, a couple yeah, it's like a couple of the better football teams yeah. that play each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's never really a big deal. Nobody important usually ever comes or or performs at halftime or anything. It's just kind of a seven on seven pretty much with some linemen too. So it's Dude, yeah. that that fucking Super Bowl halftime promo trailer was Oh my so god. Cool. Oh it was my god. Incredible. Like how much did they pay for that? Like that shit by itself. Like whoever made that, like you know how fucking proud I'd be if I was like, here, like this is what I did. Like dude, you know what I mean? If I was part of that team that you're like like you like go into the NFL meeting, they're like, Yeah, like we need you to like make this, you know, marketing video for us, and then you're like part of the marketing team. You're like, Hey, we yeah, we have a good idea. And then you produce that that part where you got the you got Dr. Dre walking down the beach. Dude, with the, the piano, piano keys the in the water. Are you shitting me? Dude, dude, even Snoop Dogg, it, even Snoop Dogg, like, dude, I, I saw that on Twitter whenever it came out a couple weeks ago, and then I just showed it to to my girlfriend like last week. I was like, "Have you, have you seen the?" Because you know, I mean, it's my girlfriend, and she's like, "I don't fucking, I don't give a shit who's in the game." And if it's like somebody cool to perform at halftime, that'll keep her locked in. And of course, she likes the commercials and everything else too. But that's the whole. That's the whole deal with the Super Bowls. It's just like everything about it is like three full hours of entertainment or four full hours of entertainment. So normally if it's a halftime show that she cares about, she's like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. And it's like Lady Gaga or Jennifer Lopez, you know, or somebody. And it's fucking it's like Dr. Dre, Eminem. Who else? Kendrick Lamar, uh, Snoop Dogg. Is it Marianne Blige? Is that her name? Marianne Blige? Is that? Yeah, Mary, Mary. Yeah, I don't know. Mary Ember. Every time I see it, I always like Super Bowl halftime performers 2022. Uh, yeah, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's stupid. I don't know that because it's like uh, Family Affairs is like one of my like. It's like always on like my top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 30 songs I listen to every year because it always comes on. It just gets the gets the juices flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So the point was, you know, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. I can tell you confidently that my my girlfriend probably knows combined maybe four songs from all those artists. And they're all like the most like super popular songs. But she saw the promo. And I played it for on the, on like a big screen TV, you know, in our living room with the sound bar, you know, and the song, the drop comes in with the, the pianos from... Uh, from that song from like the the riff you were talking about um yeah yeah i think it's what it's not, is it next episode i think it is next, next has episode. to be has to be right where the the piano starts just bumping no, yeah this not. is this part so there's kendrick's little promo the papers go flying through the air they cut to the beach, and there's piano keys in the waves. And and Dr. Dre's got... Dude, he's got a fucking black that's trench coat on. Oh, that's what it is. That's still Dre, for sure. And he's got a, he's got a black trench coat on. And, uh... Yeah, it's, it's still still Dre because you. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate. Like when that song comes on, you just do one of these right here. You just. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. 
yeah, so that that promo was ridiculous. Uh, and so we got the Super Bowl, and again, we kind of went off on a little tangent there, but I just I love it. Of course, um, you did. yeah, okay. I love it. So what we're gonna do here in the next remaining time, we whatever time we have left, we're gonna go over some of the best, coolest, most fun, most intriguing bets of Super Bowl 56 is it Super Bowl 56 57 Super Bowl 56 LVI yeah it's 50. yeah yeah cuz it's yeah yeah L is 50 V is 5 and I is 1 so it's 56 uh so yeah the most the most fun and intriguing bets of Super Bowl 56 and also also some of the dumbest and also some of the dumbest 100% yeah, some of the dumbest ones on there. So, so first on the list here that we 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 jotted down, and we'll probably get to the dumbest ones uh, towards the back end because I think I want to finish up with Super Bowl MVP discussion because that's a that's a something that's like seems like it's a lock one way or the other, right? Burrow or Stafford, but but uh, yeah, it's it's unless, crazy. It, By the way, it does. But, it definitely seems like it unless unless like like some defender has like two pick sixes, then he wins. But or Von like, Miller, yeah, Von Miller, right? Yeah, a sack, 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 fumble, Miller. Sack, fumble, and a sack. Yeah. Um. Also, also, just really quickly, wanted to touch on since uh, my girlfriend just sent me a screenshot about it. Um. I'm looking on a website called TickPick right now, which is a ticket. It's like Ticketmaster, StubHub, whatever. The cheapest price I'm seeing on TickPick right now, which is usually competitive or even lower than a lot of those other sites for ticket pricing, the cheapest seat I'm seeing right now for the Super Bowl is $5,197 per ticket. Five thousand dollars, and that is that, in. That come with like a come with like a drink. <laughs> yeah, hot dog. Is that what does that come with? It's gonna have a. It's gonna be the hot dog drink combo. That's why it comes. Also, also, Jared, it's in the upper end zone section, and it says row TBD. Just doesn't even tell you what row it's in, and it's just five thousand two hundred dollars for a ticket. That is the most oh. absurd. NFL goes, why does no one come to our games? It's just LA. Yeah, it's LA too. Yeah, like, like, do you understand? It's, and it's also SoFi Stadium's not like next to the airport or like in downtown. It's like 35 right minutes away. To, there's a guy out there that's trying to impress some like Instagram, like, like thought influencer model chick. Yeah. It's going to just, just absolutely, or absolutely just dip into his credit card. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. drop, drop 10K into in credit card debt. Just just to buy some tickets to try to impress some influencer girl. And then she's going to get there and be like, why are our seats so bad? Because you're in the top yeah. level for $5,200. Like she's that. Gonna be on her phone. She's going to be on her phone the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's here's the other thing. Like, here's just a general question, Jared. Where is that money? Where does that money go? Who gets that money? Like, if it's in Cincinnati yeah, or it's in the Ram, like it's in L, because it's the Rams Stadium. But like, if it's the AFC Championship and the Rams are the home, I mean, uh, AFC Championship, Chiefs, Bengals in Arrowhead at Kansas City, sold out, four hundred bucks a ticket. Okay, the Chiefs get the money because they earned the spot. They got there, and I know there's like revenue sharing, and it's a lot more complicated. Nobody's the home team in this game, so who gets who gets 
Like, do the Bengals and the Rams see any of this money? Or does the NFL just... Is Roger Goodell just taking a bath in in just rolls? Yeah, Scrooge McDuck coins. Yeah, (laughs) pile of gold coins, literally. Do you know how bad that would hurt, by the way, diving? Incredibly bad. Incredibly bad. They always made that. They always made that dive in the gold coins look so... Like, fun. Yeah. Almost appealing. Like, wow, I'm just diving money. Fuck that. That's like diving ahead first into... Into a concrete, a yeah. That, no, no shot for us. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, so Goodell's going to be I'm trying it teams, on Monday morning. Yeah, because he, because he's probably split it. Teams probably split it up. That like, I don't know. The NFL has a league, probably like, because all of the owners are like part of the NFL, right? Like they're all paying Goodell. Yeah, like, there's a revenue like, share we all, thing. We all, we, all think, we all think Goodell gets paid so much because he fucking does, like fifty million dollars a year. But it's like, dude, you split it up, it's like each team and like the owners paying like for like one of their shitty like backup safeties yeah oh yeah three million dollars a piece or whatever yeah yeah pay goodell and goodell just has to act like he doesn't know what's going on with like cte and yeah (laughs) yeah he just has to get get up there and be like i don't know yeah yeah but Anyway, yeah, the the league's the league's just (laughs) giving black coaches courtesy interviews and fucking paying their coaches to lose games, and he's like, "Well, it's serious. Sounds pretty serious to me." It's like, yeah, bad stuff. We're gonna we're gonna look into it. Yeah, fuck is we? Yeah, who's we? And what are you doing? You already you you know what you you know what's going on. Yeah, Roger. All you have to say is whoever has more money is probably gonna come out on top in this one, and it seems like it's gonna be us and the Miami Dolphins and Brian Flores. As valiant as his effort may be, and as much as people respect him for coming out like this, he just doesn't have the resources to to defend himself because Roger Goodell will be literally backstroking in fucking pure gold coins on Monday, February 14th on Valentine's Day. Like, dude, this is—and also, Jared, I know there's a revenue share, too, with the fucking Super Bowl commercials— how much do these companies pay to run a 15-second ad during the Super Bowl? Seven. $4 million. We're probably with it. Yeah, current dude. day is probably like five. And it was like four and a half last year. But dude, for like, a 30-second ad, it's going to be like five and a half million dollars. Six million dollars for 30 seconds. Fucking, that's ridiculous. And like, you imagine and like you NBC had, doesn't like, get all of that, you know? No, I don't know. I would love to see like, I would love to see like a financial Just like, breakdown. Where is this money? Like, like what the at fuck? What point, yeah, at what point does it just get direct deposited into like some personal <laughs> yeah, bank? I want to see. I want to see like that's the what I'm saying. Down, you know? That's what like, I'm saying. Like someone paid six million dollars. At what point does that money get distributed into some? Yes, pocket? yes. Like it goes. Let's just say hypothetically, enough. argument's sake, it goes straight to the, to NBC network. Okay, then the, then the NBC executives have to decide like how that money is distributed. So you get ten percent to each of the top you know five or seven executives then the, the other remaining 40 percent goes down to the management staff who does like like you're to your point like the guy that was on set like holding the camera recording the actual like dr dre right like walking down the beach or like the guy draft like uh jamie fox like the guy that's like literally holding the camera while jamie fox is like bet with bet mgm like how much did the camera guy get make for eight hours of work that day for like you know obviously like 18 seconds of actual footage like he probably made in total maybe he's on salary 50 grand that year 60 grand to like film jamie fox and be the the designated bet mgm guy like okay so he's getting 50 grand jamie fox is getting a couple million that leaves 
four million dollars that they spent on that ad where like what the fuck is going on man it's just it's honestly disgusting five thousand two hundred dollars for a ticket to a football game also is like i i, I don't care if it's like you jesus what, christ like, is on the is on one of the teams like that's it's, it's one of those one of those things that you need i feel like you kind of want to go to one oh for sure like, super bowl is a one-time deal balling, though unless you're like a balling and you're like you know like you're like a celebrity or like part of some big corporate event that like you get like your company has a section and you get to go every year. Right, it's right. Like, oh, it's something you do. It's like if you're just like a normal guy and none of that shit's gonna happen. You go, you go to one Super Bowl at one point in your life. Hopefully, it's your team that's in it. You fucking shell out the cash. You go with some friends. You don't take your kids unless you have fun, unless you're balling. Yeah. Because your kids. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you go with a couple friends. You make it like a a crazy experience to go to the Super Bowl. You say, okay, I did that. It's almost right. like a bucket list type of thing. Oh, for like, sure. Well, and how much more inclined would, would you be? Rather, like, if you're a Bengals fan? Watch it on TV. Well, if you're a Bengals fan. Watch it on TV. If you're a Bengals guy and you are, uh, you know, you own a couple businesses and you make, like, you know, quarter million a year, this wouldn't be that hard to swing. But, like, no, that's no. if you're in Cincinnati and you're a Bengals fan. But, like, now, like, it's not like if this Super Bowl was ever in Denver, like, where we live, or if i lived in la like it's not like a game where i could like the all-star game right the all-star game came to denver last summer like and we were all like dude we like everybody was like let's go or like you know you i'm sure you even at least like thought about how to get tickets or like talk to people because i went to the i went to the home run derby yeah so did i i went to the derby too and like we had a friend who worked for the company and like we got a deal but it was still like a few hundred bucks for each ticket but that's like something that you could swing right that's something you can swing like you're like oh that's you know, and any a lot of reasonable people, if you don't care about it, will watch it on TV too. But like the Super Bowl is, it's not like a one of those events where you're like, oh, it's in, they're like maybe I'll go. Like, oh, it's in, it's in Denver this next year. Like, maybe I'll go. Like, yeah, no, no, you fucking can't. Five thousand one hundred ninety-seven dollars for a ticket in the upper end zone level row to be determined. Haven't even told you what row you're sitting in. That is fucking disgusting. Honestly, that's disgusting. And it's like discouraging for people who would like want to go. Or like we mentioned in that, I think last week's episode, like the family of four, like the guy who's, whose grandparents have been fucking Bengals fans. And like, he's got a, you know, 10 year old kid and a five year old daughter. And like, yeah, let's take the family out. Let's go to LA. Like, let's get out of the Cincinnati weather bullshit. Nope. You can't do it because it's going to cost you twenty thousand dollars to get a family of four into that football game twenty thousand dollars yeah just to get into the game like i would think just just to get into the gates like yeah not not talking about the hotels that are gonna be over oh my god the flights dude everything man the rental car yeah so it sucks anyways another diatribe we went on to yeah yeah let's dive into some of these bets so let's dive into yeah super cool bets um yeah i mean we talked about the line a little bit last time the line you know after we talked about some of the defensive stuff it's like everyone kind of feels like the uh like the Rams should probably win this game you know they got a better defense but statistically it's actually not even that much better or or even in some categories it was like worse than the Bengals. yep but like, but we, that was like a big point that we talked about how like nobody really knew like any of the all stars or like they don't have any like people that are super big names necessarily right on that Bengals defense, defense yeah no no Jalen Ramsey like you know like no Von Miller's 
no Aaron Donalds. Have, yeah. Yeah, no Aaron Donalds. Obviously, they just don't have like any big names like that. Obviously, you got a big market team with the Rams, and then they just they pay these superstars that have already developed to come in. So everyone yeah. knows the names. So, um, but offensively, they do. We talked about that line, but like I think that the thing that people like to like to focus on, right, for the Super Bowl, are the fun prop bets. Oh yeah. That are out there. Hundred percent. Because because it's a it's a full day of entertainment. You know you're gonna have well, you're gonna have food like the, all day. You're gonna be drinking beers. You're gonna be around a bunch of people. Everyone wants to cheer on fucking every little facet of the game. And having prop bets is is the best way to do that. Hundred percent. And it's like a it's like a good way too because I don't think I mean maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's another football game the entire year that offers uh first play of the game run or pass like maybe. Probably not because there's just so many fucking games and they don't know. But like, you can bet on literally everything in this game. Everything, depending on where you live or what states or what offshore book you use or anything. I mean, you can get your hands on props like the coin toss, heads or tails, the color of the Gatorade that's dumped on the winning coach, all that type of shit. And that's fun. That's fun to do. I. I think last year, or maybe it was two years ago, I had like 20 bucks on heads and in the coin toss and it was heads. So that was like a good start to the day, you know, like, you know, you're like, oh, fucking heads. And then last year, uh, I got worked over by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was like all over the Chiefs. I was all over the Chiefs. I had first play run pass. I had Chiefs first half money line, Chiefs spread. Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, Tyree Kitt, like, like they got worked by Tampa Bay, I, and uh, I had, uh, yeah, I had Tampa and the I had Tampa spread in the under, and then a Tampa money line in the under last year. And you so probably and you I just absolutely. yeah, I just killed I it. I made like I made like seven hundred bucks in this week. And I took like a couple promos, right? Like Kelsey, hundred plus receiving yards. You know, I was like, oh, easy. Like it's just I was just ignorant and stupid. Uh, that Tampa D came to play. Yeah, but I think if anything can, if I can learn anything from myself and those listening can learn anything from me last year is to diversify <laughs> because I was all over the Chiefs and all it took was exactly what happened where they just didn't show up and got smoked and you could lose. Yeah. But that's why it's fun to yeah, do no, like you, these props. Like, cor- Go correlate ahead. and uncorrelate. Yeah. yeah. So, like, correlate and uncorrelate. Because, like, if you like, if you really believe in something like ham, like, you know, like make that like 50% of your bet. Like, so like, exactly. I think it's going to be a Rams money line, make that 50% of your bet. And then like, say you think that's going to be the over, then maybe you take 25% of that and then you kind of start stacking shit together. So you go, for sure. Okay. So it's gonna Rams are going to win the game. And the over is going to hit, which means there's got to be yards. There's got to be touchdowns. There's got to be this shit. So like kind of correlate the outcomes together. That way, if the game plays out, how you think, like you know that twenty five percent bet, like oh well, I think like you know Matthew Stafford's gonna have over three hundred yards because they're gonna win. It's gonna be a high scoring game. Cooper Cup's obviously gonna be a big part of that. Like correlate shit like that together, and then like, but like take your chunk of money that way. If the Rams just straight up win, you all the other shit's basically a wash. Right. Yeah. You know you like hedge, you're hedging against the harder yeah, shit to hit for sure. And then and that's and that's a good strategy and a good way to play it. But and then and then also maybe set like save like. You know, twenty five percent of it for just for the props, like the ones that right. we're going to talk about. And yes, pick, pick your favorite. Yeah, so the, the some of the props that I wrote down here that I thought were pretty pretty cool or just like interesting, um, intriguing, I guess, nonetheless. 
was 50 the first one i saw I, I think these are all even payout essentially minus 110 or one where or no maybe they're not actually um i saw one that was a 50 yard the odds for cooper cup to have a touchdown of 50 yards or greater oh yeah these aren't no these are for sure these are going to be longer odds yeah no they're not super bowl specials so cooper cup to have 50 a 50 yard touchdown 50 yards or longer plus 400 how do we feel about a Cooper Cup over a 50-yard touchdown? Oh, man. That's like, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, that's my instant just, reaction right away. You're like, oh, man. Like, I don't you know. You can picture in your head, but, like, that's a that's a long touchdown. But, like, what if But like what if it hits, though, you know? <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah. I mean, like, the, the, what's annoying is that it doesn't – does it have, like, a yeah, – is it just a yes or is it just the option to bet that? Because, like – there's probably not it's a, just a uh, yes yeah it's just yeah, a yes not an option like because the the other way around would have to be minus basically minus you know, 600 minus, yeah yeah minus 600 because it's like yeah like uh, that's a tough ask but like i but then I mean, what about what about the next one i see on here is jamar chase or cooper cup to score a 50 yard touchdown either one of them plus two plus 225 payout for that one yeah, I mean, I, I would, I'd maybe go light on it. You know, maybe maybe throw that's a what I'm saying. A little, exactly, a like just spot on it, just sprinkle just, just it for fun, right? Right, because then if crazy. it hits, then you're like, oh shit, you know, like let's but go. Not, but you're not like, but you're not out. You're not, you're not out. Yeah, yeah, you're not hammering money on it, being like, oh, I need that shit to happen because so, I mean, you can get really frustrated watching that game. Yeah, another one I saw here. This is we're, we're sticking with receiving here. Um, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. Odell Beckham Jr. and T. Higgins each to have over 49 and a half receiving yards. So each one of those guys have to finish with 50 or more receiving yards. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, OBJ, and T. Higgins. I feel like three out of those four, if they don't, that would be insane. Like Jamar Chase, almost 100% lock, he's going to have 50 plus. Cooper Cup, that is not only a lock, that is a mortal lock. That he would not finish with that over fifty. On, that might happen on the first drive. Literally the first drive. Odell Beckham, especially the trend he's been going recently, he should finish with at least eighty plus. The only one would be T. Higgins, but T. Higgins finished this year with over a thousand receiving yards. So, I mean, man, I like that one. It's plus one sixty. That's, I mean, that's a pretty good payout for, uh, you know, not it's not bad. Um, another one. Kind of, this kind of seems kind of seems weird. That kind of seems like if you parlayed those four things together, like the payout would be there, better. Yeah, be, like it would be almost be more. Yeah. So well, maybe that's, maybe that's something you explore, right? But uh, <clears throat> the last one here for receiving is this one might be my favorite, and I don't know if I can find the payout. Uh, do do the Jabbar and Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup to combine for over 199.5 receiving yards. So basically 200 receiving yards combined from both of those guys. Plus 105. I, I like that one. Plus 105, uh, though. I see that. I see that plus 115. I don't love that. But like, here's the thing is like, I could see Cooper Cup just going for a buck 40. And then it's like Jamar Chase. Then he only needs. Like, yeah, that's true. I didn't really you, you think like, of that. You need, like a, you need like an underwhelming performance by Jamar yeah. Chase. Like Jalen Ramsey locks well, why don't, him down. What do like, we. He might go for. 120 and cooper might go for 140 but like okay but why don't still, we look at the uh why don't we look at the games last week why don't we look at the games last week i think jamar chase finished with like 56 yards last week he had 54 he had 54 receiving yards last week 
and Cooper Cup had 142. So that would be literally 97 receive 197 receiving yards. So yes, I wouldn't have hit last week. But you got to think that's what I'm saying is Jamar Chase had like such an underwhelming week for like his like the expectation with him right now. Dude, but Cooper went for 140 and like Jamar Chase. Cooper I, did Cooper Cooper kind of went over like like Cooper oh, for I sure. expected to have like 118 like every oh, game. For sure. Like if I were to pick a number, it'd be 118 yards every game for. Yeah, I think I think that one, if that payout was a little bit better, like it's at plus 105, if that was up at like plus 170 or like even plus 200, I'd take it. But plus 105, sure. basically Here's, even money is just like, the, the, literally Jamar Chase could, dude, either one of them can get fucking hurt in the first first yeah. drive, you know? And then you're like, oh, yeah, there just goes my fucking money. Don't love the don't love the the injury potential. Like just like anytime that you do like player props, like CJ Uzama last week. Yeah, that would hurt. My, my loss, but it's like, um, any of these like specials you see on the sports books, you have the ability to go craft it the exact way you want. This is like like in my mind, some of the like I like to see what they offer, just yeah, because it's it's kind of fun to see what they're they're offering. But some of this shit, it's like, it's like basically they just put a chimpanzee in a room and told them to tap same game parlay yeah. like outcomes because you have like this one it's like evan mcpherson to have eight plus total kicking points so two field goals two extra points would get you there or three field and goals joe to, and then joe bro to have 15 rushing yards those are combined that's like yeah for that's a plus 250 it's like joe burrow's been scrambling the ball like, see but then i, I, I feel I like, like i like joey i feel like stats. oh me too me too i like i love joe burrow's rushing stats but here's my thing too is like i feel like i would want to get action at least that's just my strategy because it keeps me and like possibly my girlfriend like people who want to be involved keeps them involved in the game jamar chase cooper cup like those are the guys i don't want to be sitting there in the fourth quarter having to fucking mcpherson line up for a field goal and be like okay well he has a field goal and he's got two extra points but Joe Burrow only has 12 rushing yards. Like, I don't want to be fucking, like, I just want to, you know, I want, like, basically, like, hit or miss. Like, you know what's going to happen. And I don't mind putting two or three guys together because it's also fun to do, like, the one I just talked about. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, OBJ, T. Higgins, all to have over 50. That's fun because you're watching the game, and every time somebody has the ball, you're like, dude, just throw it to one of these two guys, and I'm fucking happy. You know what I mean? Like, that part's fun. But, like, having to root for, or, like, or like, let's say McPherson has three extra points, and then the Bengals get down in the red zone again, and you're like rooting for the Bengals to not score a touchdown so that McPherson can kick a field goal. You know what I mean? Like, that's not fun. Like, you want, you yeah. know, you want, like, you don't want to have to be like, oh, don't, don't score a touchdown, but kick a field goal. Like, and then you'll have other action, right? You'll have a team or the Bengals money line or this and that, and then it's like you're rooting against yourself. I just that one's it's intriguing and it's like fun to look at, but. Those ones are just like. I just don't. I think a lot of these. I, I like a, when I just when I look at a lot of these ones. It's just like, it's a lot of like, like none of these things like seem like like obvious at all. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So like that's that's why I'd like to like I'd want to make my own. Like, yeah. Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford to have three t passing touchdowns each. That's plus nine hundred. Yeah. So like that would be a good one. Like if you were if you were like betting the over, if you were betting the over like maybe that's a good one just to throw in as well like yeah then you really make it a nice pity that's plus 900 yeah so well, joey burrow here, throws one to jamar chase and one here, to t higgins and a swing a screen to joe mixon and then cooper cup has two and obj has one i don't know sounds pretty good i don't know i don't know here's one that i don't love that i don't think anybody should even think about touching 
first team to score. I think that is maybe the dumbest thing ever. And now you could say it's similar to like the NFL overtime rules, like oh, you know, if you take the Rams and then the Bengals win, the, like get the ball first, all the Rams have to do is play defense. But it's like, dude, like literally, it's not first to score a touchdown because that's another market. But there's first team to score, and so like the Bengals could get the win the coin toss and then drive down the field and just kick a field goal, and then they fucking you win your bet. First team to score a touchdown is the exact same payout as the first team to score overall. Now, if you want to get frisky, Jared, throw a five spot on the market that's listed. First team to score a touchdown, neither. <laughs> plus, oh, yeah, plus so. 10,000 for neither team to score yeah. a touchdown. Final score, nine, to, nine to six. Yeah. Yeah. 15, those 12. Some, some, I, like the fact that they even offer those, like that's, I would love to actually see the numbers that get pulled in on that. Bag. Oh my like, God. It's it literally it's like not, people are just deleting. People are just deleting money from their account. It's, it's like here, handing the money. money on that specifically. You know what I mean? Like, but it would be funny to like have the, have the access to be like, oh, look at We made 27 extra, 27,000 extra dollars today off this dumbass yep. prop because we offered it. Yep. And, and you know that there, there'll be some of those because a lot of people will probably just tap. Like, I know there's probably like a lot of people that like just go in there and they just kind of recreationally like, I mean, all betting is should technically be recreational, but there's like they're extremely recreational. Right, like, oh, right. It's Super Bowl, it's illegal in my state. Like this one right here, we have on the list. I I put it on the list because I wanted to talk about it. Absolute fucking horseshit that they even. Have for this. <laughs> they're, they're like they're getting they're they're playing into the human greed card with a Ben Skoranek to record a fifty yard plus touchdown reception. Ben Skoranek and... is a Notre Dame receiver. Uh, out of Notre Dame, receiver for the LA Rams, and he was drafted with the 249th pick in the draft last season. So he's a rookie. He's 6'3", 224, and this season, Ben Skoranek... Oh, kind of right here. His ben Skoranek... High, high receiving yards. His had, high receiving yards was 42 yards in a game. He finished the year with 133 receiving yards. And it's Ben Skoranek, what, just to score a touchdown? Is that all it is? No, score a 50-yard touchdown. Like, what is that? I mean, it's literally just like, deleting. That a... Like, that's. it almost feels like they shouldn't even be able to fucking offer that. Yeah. That's like, that's like giving, the, giving the kids, you know, the flavored vape sticks, you know? <laughs> the suckers? Yeah, because it tastes like, you know, it's like. I, like tastes like grape. I don't even know. Yeah, it tastes like grape. Like, of course. Oh, look at that! All those odds. All I have to do is put down, you know, a hundred bucks, and I win twenty six hundred dollars. And then we're gonna get on our a hundred back. Yeah, we're gonna get on the podcast though the day after the Super Bowl, and Ben Skronik's gonna, gonna have hit. he's gonna have twelve catches for two hundred and twenty seven yards and three touchdowns. One of them's yeah, an eighty five yeah. yard bomb. He's gonna be the Super Bowl MVP. So here's <laughs> yeah. my quote. He's gonna be the Super Bowl MVP. Here's, Wait, here's, what is that? What does that pay out? By the way, what does that pay out? I don't. Need, it's gotta be on here. If you're going to offer him to have a 50-yard touchdown, he has to be the fucking on the MVP list. Dude, but how about this one? Check this out. Ben Skronik. This this is you know how I'm talking about correlated outcomes? Yeah, this yeah. This is called correlated correlated <laughs> bullshit right here. So, I'm going to bet Ben Skronik to record a 50-plus yard touchdown reception and also it's going to be a trick play and Cooper Cup's going to throw it or OBJ is going to throw it. Cuz there's a there's a one that's right wait, wait, below. Wait, say it again. 14. So, Ben Skronik is going to score a 50-yard touchdown. 
but it's not going to be Matthew Stafford that throws the ball because there's a plus 1400 any any time in the game for non-pass non yeah non-qb pass oh complete a Some touchdown parlay, can you parlay him because <sighs> it's going to be cooper cup to ben skoranek for a 50 for a 65 yard busted end around double reverse touchdown and you're yeah, just going to exactly. be bathing in cash yeah it's plus 1400 plus 1400 and plus 2500 uh oh also also no it's a no it's kind of a funny thing to do just while ben skoranek we're, we're talking about bullshit well, well, on the topic of bullshit and Ben Skoranek, plus 47,000 to win Super Bowl MVP. Plus 47,000. Put five Can bucks on it. Find, find, a, find a book that lets us parlay $1 on Ben Skoranek, 50 yards plus, anytime non-QB to throw a touchdown, and Skoranek to be the MVP. And whatever his over is in yards. Just bump everything and, and parlay them together. Put a dollar on it to win fucking thirteen million. <laughs> thirteen million dollars. Um, <laughs> just in case, you know, just for some reference here, uh, Eli Apple is plus twenty one thousand to win Super Bowl MVP. So this is something I want to talk about uh, for the last. We have a couple other quick ones here. We can go. We can go quick hitters on these. Um, let's see. First one here. First play. Of the game, run or pass? Minus one forty-five for a run, plus one fifteen for a pass. Last year, I had, I had a significant amount of money on run, and Tom Brady, first fucking snap, dude. I knew it was gonna be a bad day. I knew it was gonna be a bad day. Takes the first snap, holds his fuck, holds the ball out, and then just pulls it out. Turns around and checks it down to fucking Scotty Miller for three yards. I'm like, mother fucker, about, dude. You, you take, you take the plus money here. Oh no, I agree with you on that, but I mean, we're not we're not giving tips. I'm just saying you're gonna take, you're gonna take pass here because I feel like, I'm man, I feel like this one is such. It's not the same as the coin toss where it's like coin toss is literally just like okay, pick pick your poison, heads or tails. This one is such a mind fuck. I feel like first play runner pass. Well, I mean, it's obviously gonna be a run. Like run is 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 minus money. Like it's not you know you're not gonna make quite as much. But that's because it's going to be a run. Chase, I'm telling you what it is right now. I'll tell you exactly what the play is going to be. Okay. Bengals are going to win the. Here's my bold call out. Yeah. Bengals are going to win the coin toss. They're going to get the ball, start the game, and it's going to be a Jamar Chase quick screen. They're going to try to get the ball into his arms right away, and it's only gonna, it's going to be kind of like last week. I think he had an early catch that went like two yards. It's just like last week. They're going to get that quick screen out to Jamar Chase, and it, and it's going to be the very first play of the game. And it's going to get go for like four yards and Jalen Ramsey is going to hit tackle him and, and come up all pumped up and the Rams defense is going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. all jacked up. I can see it right now. I'm speaking so, it into, into existence. I'm going to take run here again this year because I think it's just a mind fuck. And I think, I think you're overthinking it. I think it's just going to be whatever team, even if it's cam Akers or anybody, it's just going to be a fucking, it's going to be a run. But then again, yeah, but you're going to put what you're going to put 14. Wait, what are you going to put $5 on it to win $2 and 50 cents? Yeah. You're going to put $20 on fuck it, it, you know? Fuck it. Cause I'm gonna put I'm gonna put I'll put ten bucks on it. And I'll I mean, win I'm, 50 back. Big oh, on profit. first play, I'm putting like three hundred bucks on first play. <laughs> just, yeah. just to... yeah, I'm going light. Fourteen thousand. Yeah. Um, another one, another fun one here. Missed field goal of the game. Yes or no? Yes is plus yeah, one hundred five. Mac is Mac is gonna shank one, or he's gonna come up short on a long try. Mac is gonna happen. shank one. Mm -hmm. I like that. I think yes is 
that's a fun one i mean like and that's that's fun well, because it's like one every blocked you know something right that's different. fun because it's like every time a guy lines up for a field goal you're just like miss it Ooh, yeah, yeah exactly. like miss it and then yeah. mcpherson just fucking drills it down the middle see that's God, see that that's where see that's where this one may not be have as much value as you think because evan mcpherson now i mean knock on wood i wish the best for the kid but he has been absolutely fucking ice cold nails dude the entire fucking season and the postseason he hasn't missed a field goal in the playoffs but then again it's like maybe he's due right maybe he's due yeah. big pressure yeah. rookie kicker super bowl end of the first yeah. half 54 yarder and then he just fucking yeah. hooks into the sideline yeah. and you're like yeah you know like yeah. that's a fun one, that's a fun one to play we'll, yeah we should post we should post our bet slip of all the dumb shit we play i agree um but i think i'm uh, a mac a just to touch on that like, like when they i think when they're playing the bucks that game was in crunch time Matt Gay came up short on a 47 yard. I know that. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's when that's, I yeah. was like, I was like, okay, the, like, this shit's rigged. Like, Matt yeah. Gay can't, can't, he's a professional. He can't kick the ball 47 yards. Yeah. But yeah. The extra points are 32. Yeah. What, uh, what about you know score? What I mean? Yeah. What about score on f the first drive of the game? Minus 200 for no, plus 150 for yes. Dude, I always think that, like, these, like, in these big, games like this like so far this season it feels like the offenses take a little while to settle in like yeah you're talking about like one sack or something like you know what i mean like say the Bengals do get the ball and they did first play doesn't go anywhere because it's right pass jamar chan <laughs> yeah and then the next play is a, a sack or whatever because the yeah then it's the over styles. drives over yeah you yeah. know what i mean and then and you know the, then they just throw it behind the line of scrimmage incomplete pass and a punt so easy now but like at the same time you, you can still you can envision a cooper cup on a seam route that's what i'm saying man god you know what I, mean? that so, sucks. Tough. I think it's one of those ones where you kind of want to take the plus money as well it's like just like throw throw a little 10 spot on it so then fun. again so then it's like you're rooting for you know offense you're rooting for fun like i honestly in this game as i could again this is not gambling advice but like come on just bet the over like just bet over 48 and a half you know like how much more fun is it going to be when if the point total is over 48 and a half you know it's going to be more fun unless it's a blowout yeah. but i just Under, don't see a blowout unders aren't fun unders are fade not fun under. dude fade the under fade on the this under. podcast I, I hit the under last i hit the under last year but the under uh, the over under last year was like i think might have been the highest dude, it was like 56 or something it was fucking crazy I think it was 57. I think half. I took the over in that I, one too. I might have bought all the alts and then I yeah, bought yeah, the, yeah. the under. But it was like, dude, I mean, like overs can be frustrating too when, when you're watching the team and just nobody's scoring. Yeah, but it's just the math. over like, okay. is never dead. It's literally never no, dead. It's never dead. It's like so you could be, dude, it could be Bengals are down by two touchdowns and the, the total is under by two touchdowns, but there's four minutes left and the Bengals have the ball. And you're like, well, if they fucking score here. Get the onside, score another one. Like then the over's yeah, gonna yeah. hit, and this game's gonna be fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, or, so or you're a savage and you middle it, which means that you bet the over and the under, but you try that you you guess the point spread's gonna be somewhere in between. Oh my god! You go all all. Ah, uh, wow. That's a dangerous move. It is a dangerous okay. move. Um, so last last I subject like, here on I like the this one though. Super Bowl. Oh, which one? Cam Acres. The mix uh, mixing and Acres to combine for 150. See, uh, although again, why don't we look at 12 rushing yards? That's what I was going to say. Look at the scores last so, week. So Mixon had up. Mixon had what was the number 150 combined for 150? Yeah. So last week Mixon, Mixon had 88. 30. Mixon had 88. Cam Akers had 44. 48. Sorry. 
but still that's under 150 that's way under 150 yeah. that's like 132 or something like that 136 like that's just and that's not like way under but i could very easily see this exact performance from both guys joe mixon 21 carries for 88 yards cam Akers 13 for 48 yards can very easily yeah, not, see that happen you're not picking you're not picking over under in this either are you it's just is it happening or, or now yeah so yeah like, exactly so this is one of those ones where you like we root for offense again so but then again but then again the cincinnati defense last week gave up 139 rushing yards to jarek mckinnon and clyde edwards alaire like i think cam Akers is better than both of those guys they also, by the way, oh, well, this is just Cam Akers, though. I was going to say, if you throw Sonny Michelle in there, I'm taking the over for sure because I just think you combine running backs. Like, the Bengals don't have anybody besides Mixon, but, like, when you have kind of a two-headed backfield like that. Ryan, baby, but he's, not, he's more of like a third <laughs> I was going to say, he's a third down, apparently screen pass catching 40-yard fucking scrambling back, apparently. But, um. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, it's it's like again, it's fun because it's like every time the guy gets the ball, you're like, just go, like run, you know, like or God yeah, forbid, like exactly. Mixon just breaks off a fucking forty yarder. You're like, dude, I'm already the quarter of the way there, you know, like one yeah. play, one play. I did math. Yeah, I fucking, I mean, I hate math, but uh, yeah, so uh, the the last one is are we talking about MVP? Yeah, Super Bowl MVP, I think, is one where it, again, it's like it's pretty much one of those bets that I think I'm gonna be putting action on both quarterbacks i think it's like like maybe the safest bet right because stafford on a lot of these books and you could take advantage of this people who are listening or people who are watching like take advantage of how these books are competing with each other to get the best prices uh on the best payouts on certain things to entice people like us to go in and bet so like when it first opened i think stafford was minus money he was like minus 105 to win super bowl mvp because obviously the Rams are favored and usually the quarterback wins. Then Burrow was like plus 210. Now Stafford's up to plus 115. Burrow's up to plus 230. But those two are the leaders. And then the next closest is Cooper Cup at plus 550. After Cooper Cup, the next closest at the fourth rank is Jamar Chase at plus 2200. So the gap between Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase is. 1700 you know no, they got, like payout aaron the aaron donald on here for plus plus 16 oh shit he's not oh they must have just changed it because yeah he was yeah, for, well that's that that one's just out of order for some reason yeah but, it is out of order okay well yeah, aaron donald's about, plus 1600 i like i like what, what's fun about these ones is you can like you can weight your money so you can weight heavy the quarterbacks right and then like a five dollar, so a five dollar bet on Jamar Chase, and if, if he if he goes off to have one of those epic weeks, like he, remember he had like two like what was that week sixteen? Yeah, two hundred like, like twenty. Yards. Like if he does has a performance like that, he's dude. He if he shows MVP. up and has a Gabriel Davis type game, four touchdowns, yeah. like he wins MVP. He wins it. Yeah, and in a five a five dollar bet would net you, you'd get one hundred ten dollars in profit plus your five bucks back. Right. $115. I think this the only reason I wanted to bring it up is because I think this Super Bowl is one of the pretty few that like last year it's going to be Mahomes or it's going to be Tom Brady. There is nobody else that's going to win that award. Nobody. I feel like this year's Super Bowl MVP is like one of the few where 
it might not be the quarterbacks. Like, I like Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow. I think they're both really good, and I think hopefully they both have good games and it's entertaining. But like you said, like, like Jamar Chase could have that game. Cooper Cup could very easily have that game. Aaron Donald could turn into Von Miller in Super Bowl 50 and have two strip yeah, sacks for a fumble. That's what I was going to say. There's, you know, who's, you know who's sitting down and looming on that list? It's yeah, and Von Miller's MVP. at plus 4,000. MVP. Yeah, he's, he's the only Super Bowl MVP on the list. He's already done it before. Exactly. And you, you know how he plays in big games. I mean, and then again, dude, and then you have fucking uh, the last time. So the last, I think the list of like non-QB, let's look up... Uh, Non QB Super Bowl MVPs, and I remember seeing this list. So last year was Brady, the year before was Mahomes, but then, dude, not even three years ago, Julian Edelman was the MVP at the Super Bowl. I mean, granted, that was the thirteen to three Super Bowl, so there wasn't many places, but he had ten catches for one hundred and forty-one yards. Like that's not even that's like a really good game, but it's like that's not like some blow me out of the water game. Then it went Nick Foles quarterback, Tom Brady quarterback, and then Von Miller. Two and a half sacks. One of them was a strip sack. Then it went Brady again. And then, dude, Super Bowl, it looks like 48, 48. Malcolm Smith, the linebacker for the Seahawks, uh, had a fucking uh, Super Bowl MVP. Malcolm Smith, dude. Like, that's crazy. Malcolm Smith? I wonder what his payout was. I mean, it was probably, like, just very high. And I'm sure Von Miller's was pretty high, too, for for uh, Super Bowl 50, but I mean, dude, it's not like super unrealistic. It's not. Um, I think it's not likely, but it's fun to bet on, right? And that's what we were saying is I think it's like this list is going to be one of the more intriguing lists of guys. Like, dude, there's just, I feel like this game is just so much star power. Like, so much star power. Stafford, Burrow, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase. Going down this list, Aaron Donald, OBJ, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Von Miller. Fucking, dude, like, dude, CJ Uzama. Like, what if that guy has three receiving touchdowns? You know what I mean? Like, Is he playing? Uh, I believe he's hopeful. Hopeful. He had an MCL sprain i think last oh, okay. so in the couple, game he's got a couple weeks yeah exactly two weeks to took him i mean yeah, you dude, know why you know you know what happened he knew that i had him over 25 yards right that fucking injury correct that's exactly what happened correct now what Meg if you have called. now what if you have five bucks to put down here like you, you bet on everything you want everybody else and here let, let me ask you this you you put all your money down everything's done you're dialed in for the super bowl it's 10 minutes before kickoff you have five bucks left and you're going to put it on a super bowl mvp that's not stafford burrow cooper cup or jamar chase who is it going to be i five bucks easy bet evan mcpherson (laughs) you think at plus ten thousand. Hey, last time the Rams were in a Super Bowl, it was thirteen to three was the final score. I'm I'm calling a defensive. No, yeah, no. <laughs> You'd really hope but this did... doesn't turn into a defensive game just for the for the, the the sake of entertainment. But if Evan McPherson knocks in fucking five field goals and they, and they yeah. win the game, they win and with one touchdown, right? I mean, they win. Yeah, they win twenty two to twenty. You know, but McPherson has five field goals. And in three of them are fifty yards, and he's yeah. going off at plus. He's going off at plus ten thousand. I mean, there. And one of them is the game winner, yards. right? Twenty to nineteen or, Rams, and then a game or winner. Like a, or like in that same kind of the same token, like a Jalen Ramsey or Von Miller. 
I for like, sure. I like for sure. Because a Von a strip sack for a touchdown and a, like a low scoring game could do for it. sure. And Couple Jaylen, like a pick six, and then you know, pick six by Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, who locks down Jamar Chase. And that's plus eighty five hundred. Yeah. Couple bad. So maybe why, like, like two pick finishes fun. with two picks. One of them's a pick six and like take, a. Take, take you know, fifty dollars. You know. Yeah. Like I 10, take 10, 50 or, grand. I whatever it is. Put, put, no, put, whatever it is. I don't know what people who's betting money looks like, so I'm not, not going to judge them. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. like, say you had a hundred dollars and you were like, or $50, whatever. And you're messing around. You're like, I'm going to, I'm going to pick an MVP. Go, you know, $10 on Stafford, $10 on Burrow, like, or, you know, $20 on Stafford, $10. Right, right, Burrow, right. Whatever the hell you think. No, that's what I was saying on, is like, you top, already have everybody else on two long shots. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I was saying is you already have all your MVP, your actual serious MVP bets in. And your bets for the game, everything, and you put you you know you deposited a hundred, ninety five of it's been spent. You have five bucks left, and you're gonna put it on a Super Bowl MVP. That's not the top four, basically, of Stafford, Burrow, Cup, and Jamar Chase. I think you know there's a couple others you could take. Joe Mixon if he pops off for a couple of you know one or two. Um, good rushing D. What about like Samaji Piran? <laughs> like it's. He gets just repeats last week and just has two screens to the house of like 80 yards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just, dude, I mean, fucking a Kendall Blanton, like, you know, tight end, Higby's, like, you know, who knows, man? I mean, fuck. The issue, the issue, and the issue is in my brain. I like, I've watched so many, so much sports over like the, the years at this point. I can just, I can literally like pull a clip from a single game and like hear the announcer, like, oh, there he goes, like, yeah. whoever it is. And yeah. I can, like, you know, like, like, this man's unconscious, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just Vaughn Miller. It's yeah. Vaughn Miller coming in, he's got six sacks, you know? Yeah. Like, I can actually create these fucking these scenarios, reels, yeah. Uh, highlight reels and scenarios in my head where I'm like, oh, okay. What about a little uh, 20, plus 21,000 for Chidobe Awuzie? Two pick sixes. Stafford's, oh, man, if you can get on a Stafford to throw a pick, by the way. Oh, my God. Lock of the, what about, uh. Ag- what about Agbania Aronquo? Agbania Aronquo plus fifty five thousand. I mean, I mean, hey. I just don't even. I like. It's just funny to me that they're listing like the entire full roster for both offenses and defenses. <laughs> I think that's funny, but but yeah, man. I mean, Burrow or Stafford, and then maybe sprinkle in everybody else. I think that would be our 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 bets what 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 is a uh really quick what is a uh matt stafford in uh in com- or interception i don't know i don't i don't know if they have it on they might have it on defensive team to record one sack um wonder if we could like search and cool. i know they have it on DraftKings. they'll have that shit let's see game props uh, incomplete. Uh, Matthew Stafford plus two forty five. Incomplete or intercepted? Oh, that's oh, first wow. pass. That's first pass. That's first pass. That's wait. Incomplete plus two forty five. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Matthew Stafford. More passing, More passing props. props. Yeah, there it is. Matthew Stafford interception. Yes, is minus one seventy two. Oh yeah, that man. That that must be like shit. I mean, he has to. What is Burroughs? Matthew Stafford to th- Matthew Stafford to throw first. That's just another way of saying Rams to get the ball first. Huh. Oh no! There's a, it's actually it's two selections. It's a touchdown or an interception. 
Oh, I see. So which one will he do first? Touchdown or pick? Yes, they have touchdown at minus 350. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. hey, either no, there's way, all sorts of fun ones. All there's sorts all of fun sorts of fun ones. That's what we we're trying to get at is just if you are in an area where you can bet, obviously gamble responsibly. Don't be stupid like I was last year in the Super Bowl and fucking just I just ride one side of it when it's more fun to just diversify. But, uh, you know, take our take our uh, our tips for what they are. Take them with a grain of salt because uh, we don't have to fucking know anything. And the bottom line is the NFL is rigged and they wanted the Super Bowl in L.A. to promote the Rams fan base and make sure the NFL had fans in L.A. So um, simple math. Yeah. yeah, I mean. And, you know, if the Bengals would have lost to the Chiefs, the Chiefs would have stopped the Rams, and they don't want the Rams to lose in the Super Bowl at home. So, you know, maybe there's a reason why the Bengals are where they are. Um, and Joey Burrow is a likable guy, and Patrick Mahomes was destroying the Bengals in the first half of the game and then just decided not to play in the second half. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But either way, uh, pretty good episode here. Covered everything that we'd yeah, like well to. Maybe we'll post. Uh, maybe we'll, we we can post some bet slips and actually start placing some action. But yeah, I'm gonna wait till they get, we get a little bit closer to the game. For sure, it'd be fun. It'd be fun if we go a little bit more in depth once we place the bets. Let's get on and just do a 30 minute turbo episode. Yeah, say everything that we're we're playing. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, and also, I've been okay. So speaking of that, because like obviously we want to be we don't want to touch on like sports gambling in here. Uh. I, I might start sending you just the, the slips. So I'm trying, what I like to do right now is I like to, uh, I've been doing the same thing with like same game parlays, parlayed, but I'm only picking two props from each game. So my favorite two props. Mm -hmm. And then I just do the whole NBA slate and put like 10 bucks on it. And the one yesterday was like plus, plus 11,000 and it missed by one, went 14 for 15. And the, the straw that broke the camel's back, Desmond Bain, I needed to have 15 points. He scored 13, but he shot four for 18 from the field. Ouch. At for plus 11,000. So um, I'll, I'll start I'll start sending them to you, Arnie, and then if you want to... Throw them up on TikTok or whatever, yeah. Yeah, wh whatever, and say, like, lotto, lotto ticket. But, like, these ones are, like, when you're picking only two props, it's far less lotto tickets. Like, the problem is when you start diving in and you get, like, the fourth guy that only plays 24 minutes a yeah. game in an NBA game. And I saw, I saw a guy, I saw a guy, it was like a text in one of those just like group chats with his buddies, like the gambling group chat, you know? And he goes, I put money on every one of the starting players for the Utah jazz or something to score the first score bucket. The first yeah. And, and, uh, it wasn't the jazz. It was something like the Hornets or somebody just like not a good team. Uh, <laughs> and I guess there was like a first a shot went up for the other team and like the starting center for it's like the Pistons I think starting center fucking goes up for the rebound like rolls his ankle they take him out they put in a, the center on the bench and he just gets the dish underneath and lays it in and he's like I literally cannot believe I put money on every single offensive starter to score the first basket and none of them did that's like no, you know, it's literally funny, unbelievable like no you know what's funny to do too is like um you can parlay like first baskets together and like like you can literally put first, yeah like pick, try to pick first basket in the winner and try to parlay six games together yeah it's fucking impossible you'll never you'll never hit it yeah you'd have to get so dumb shit lucky like powerball lucky first basket is not just... only not only are you picking a six game parlay but you're picking one of ten and then the, yep. then a six game parlay so yep. like 
but that's funny is you can put 10 cents on them right yeah so like i i was I, like i have 41 cents in my account right now because i cashed out or whatever i cashed out like 200 bucks yesterday and i like i guess i only put 200 even so i have 41 cents in my account funny is i can go in and i can create a bet that like has a potential payout of like three hundred twenty-eight thousand. <laughs> yeah with 41 cents <laughs> yeah just some bullshit you know like yeah you're never gonna hit it you're just no gonna... no but hey but it's fun it is fun and it's fun to uh to chat about some more sports action like you said jared will probably be back maybe this weekend uh like sunday night or monday morning uh with the episode or monday night for tuesday morning uh to cover some more bet slips because shit's gonna get a little more serious uh, as the week goes on find out maybe who you know who's playing cj uzama uh higby like these guys that are possibly out or in or whatever uh otherwise once again thank you guys for tuning in hopefully you don't take our advice too seriously because neither of us have any fucking clue what we're talking about uh but uh no but we do so we know but you know we're giving trying to give you guys good tips because we're pretty much going to follow the same advice so thanks for tuning into the uh, phenomenal fan podcast uh always fade the under jared always fade it unless it was last year's super bowl unless it was the super bowl and jared had money on it then don't fade it but (laughs) uh, but otherwise thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you guys on uh, the next episode